Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think that nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There is plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. The crew found a bootlegging hideout and during a short confrontation decided to light it on fire, causing the bootleggers to flee. But there are more secrets to be found, and as the crew investigates a secret basement, they come face to face with Lennox Willis and a bolt of lightning. One thing is always constant for our crew, and it is that nothing is ever easy in the city that always sleeps. Um, so last time we played this game, you guys had decided to go investigate the abandoned warehouse. Faye tried to scout out the area. And that ended up not going as well as one would have hoped after rolling some middling rolls and agreeing that it would be more fun to have her drop in the middle of people instead of just getting away with minor problems. At least I agreed to that. So, you know, here we are. Yeah, I was going to say, no one really agreed. I guess she did have she did agree to it. but Then instead of de-escalating the situation, Detective Tanner tried to convince the bad guys to join his side. They said no. He lit the building on fire. A shootout ensued where you guys were able to take down what seemed to be this leader of a small group of these bootleggers before you guys decided to head into the basement to go and try to confront Lennox Willis, who you assume is down there because as you walk downstairs, a lightning bolt was fired at you with someone screaming to get away. So do we know that the, like, can we tell that this is him? Do we know that it um do we know what we should assume i assume we know what he looks like right you you probably have a description of him you probably would have done that at some point yeah i mean because we were like we like we're investigating him at the university i assume that we like, <laughs> we looked we went to his office and we looked at his research papers and everything but no we didn't find a picture of him <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you guys know what he looks like and this is him this is him okay as far as you can tell you are far like there is space between you like there is some distance so like range attacks are at a premium not a premium Close range attacks are at a premium. Range attack seems to be the way to go right now because that's what he's doing to you. He's not like punching you. He's shooting bolts of lightning at you. So well, he he's just shot a bolt of lightning at us like once, right? Like yeah, and it didn't hit any of you. It like it didn't look particularly aimed, is what I will say. Okay, do with that what you will. If you want to try to figure out more about that, you can make a roll or something. What you guys doing though? So. We can see him too, right? Yes. Yeah, so the the room has like shelves at like. It's like sci- evil scientist laboratory crossed with like what you imagine like an archives to be, where it's like kind of like shelves of equipment, and like he's at the far end of the room, which is probably thirty to forty feet. Like it's a decently long room, and he's shooting. He shot a bolt of lightning at you, and it's like cowering behind like a pillar. Once he does that, I'm just gonna kind of crouch behind a crate, you know, or like a a big glass bottle of evil scientist juice you know yes you can do that and, and i just want to like kind of peek peek out real quick I, is there like a big like operating table size table with a slightly bigger than average looking half dead monster on it by any chance make me an investigation i am going to use um private investigator or private detective calm authority and no. uh, truths that are hidden. I will give you truths that are hidden. I will not give you calm authority. Uh, all right, that is an eight. Cool. You get two questions. Uh, there is a large table. There is not someone on it. Okay. Do I get two questions? You get two questions. Yes. Okay. Is there a is there a, another guy down here? Like maybe a big scary Frankenstein like monster? You do not see another guy around here. However, make me a face the danger rule as you peek your head out. I'm gonna add giants hide. 
and uh, Fast Friends. Who no. are you making Fast Friends with? Man, Cody is just trying to stretch every roll. <laughs> oh, hey, I got a 10. Ha-ha. So as you peek your head out, you like take a quick, quick glance of the area and like your instincts tell you to keep your head down. So like you like scan the room very quickly and then like duck right back behind the crate as you see a bolt of lightning just streak by where you just were. Zach, look, I know you're the DM and everything or the master of ceremonies or the GM, but given the tag is giant's hide that I used, can instead the lightning bolt just hits me in the face and I'm just like, ow, and then I crouch back down. Sure. (laughs) And I have like a soot-stained face. Yes, you can. It's also funny because I feel like with being from North mythology, that probably happened once or twice. Probably. So, uh, uh, Dr. Willis, I presume? Leave me alone. I don't want to hurt anyone. I mean, you could stop shooting at us. That's what the lightning is? Are you trying to convince him or are you just trying to... I'm trying to convince him. Role play. To, like, not try to kill us. Make me a roll, then. I don't think I really have anything to help this, unfortunately, so it's just going to be a straight roll. Okay, well then, let me jump in. I mean, I can try it. Because I have this. I can try it, and then if I fail... So, uh, so how about you step in? You step in front of Shamus, like Shamus, let me. Other thing to note: as these lightning bolts are hitting the walls and missing you guys so far, you do notice some structural damage to the building happening. Yeah, I just wanted to give you a heads up. No, absolutely, which is part of the reason I wanted to jump in. Uh, so, darling, uh, as soon as the first lightning bolt went off, she crouched behind one of those like boxes too, and as Shamus goes out, she kind of like. Kind of like touches his arm like, hang on, hang on. Look, Dr. Lennox, we don't want anything bad to happen to you. We need this. Basically, this all needs to stop. But we have a building coming down on us. So if we can just all calm down and let's get out of here so we can we can talk like that's Let's just let's figure this out. Let's talk. And I am rolling Charmer and Distraction. Would that count? Yeah. Or center of attention. Center of attention, I think, works better. Beautiful. What are, what are you trying to accomplish with this as well? Like, are you trying to get him to... I am, I am trying to get him to stop shooting lightning at us is the big one. And to, like, calm down enough that, like, we... We can talk to him. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say control the will of others. I have to... T- well, actually... Which one is... Oh, okay. I think dominatrix is the one that I have to be touching someone. Or is that all of them? Zach, do you remember? I think... I thought it was God's Favor was the touch one. Dominatrix and God's Favor are definitely both touch. Okay. I'm going to make a note of that on my sheet. Yeah, but like Control the Will of Others is kind of in that vein of the Dominatrix one. I would allow... You can do... If you if you want to, you could use a Peer as a Close Confidant as well, I think. Like, because you're trying to get him to be your friend. Like, you're trying to be on his side. That would be great. Um, I will say, though. Because that gets me to a 10. Uh, well, here's the bad news that I was going to say before you rolled. That's okay. He's also very frightened, so any attempt to convince him is going to be at a negative 2 right now. Okay, so that gets me to an 8. But you know what? I'm okay with that. Okay, so Cody informed me that I did this wrong last time, so I apologize, Cody. Um, so he doesn't immediately agree with you. So that means you get to inflict a status on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, with the power rating you have, I believe. Right, Cody? Is that how it works? Yeah. So, oh, sorry. This is double-sided, isn't it? Nope. Nope. I just don't have that page anymore. I have it. I don't even know what happened to it. I have it. So a convince, uh, 
choose a relevant status with the tier tier equals power. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so you can either choose to take the status or uh, give in a little but protect your own agenda. Okay. And that's the seven to nine. So it's weird because like giving in a little or taking the status is kind of the same thing for this. So he's like he's gonna take the status of what what status are you trying to convince him of or put on him? Well, I'm trying to calm him down. So I I feel like at the very least it would be uh confused enough not to fire at us. Okay. And that would be a tier three because I used close confidant, center of attention, and uh, charmer. So do you want confused or you want calm? I prefer calm, but I feel like confused makes more sense if he's already like freaked out. Um, I, I can give you calm, but I'm, what I'm gonna say is it doesn't take away the frightened. Okay. Like he's still fretful, so like it's still hard to convince him right now. But he's also like, n- like he is calming down. Like he's in the process of being talked down. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So I mean, I don't want to hurt you. Just, just if you just leave, nothing bad will happen, and I, I can, I can fix this. Like it won't be a problem. And yeah, like you should guys should just leave before something bad happens to you. Like I don't want you to get hurt and I don't want to have to hurt you. So I'm asking this just for my own clarity because we had this happen before. Is that status counting on a track that leads to him being like narratively subdued? Or is that a status that we can invoke to add to a role? Yes, it is counting on a track to subdue. Him. Okay, cool. And what is his the status? Or what's the track? Calm three. Because I think that's how it works. I I agree. I agree. I think you're doing it right. I just wanted to be sure. If that's how the game works, if if I'm doing it wrong, like, let me know. Because I want to play this game right. No, I think you're totally right. I think you're absolutely right. I just wanted to be sure about that. Okay. Next up. Well, we don't want you to hurt us either. And that's why we're trying to get you to come with us. Because the building is coming down. Like now. Uh, Dr. Lennox... We know you're having trouble with the bootleggers. We've taken out some of them, and we can offer you protection if that's an issue. You would be safe with us. You just need to come with us now. I'm going to use... Can I do won't take no for an answer and men of power? Mm, I'll allow it. Remember, you're still rolling this on a negative two. Um, As a note, remember, you guys can... if If you have any juice you guys can decide to uh, burn a tag, remember, which gives you an automatic 10. I don't think we have any juice left. I don't think so either. Not currently, but you, if someone wants to generate juice and then use it for someone else. That would require us to succeed. <laughs> I imagine this is Faye trying to talk him down and like walks out, you know, like hands up, mm-hmm. like down the aisle, like showing like we're not a threat. And like, as you're saying this, like you just see him like blindly fire and it catch, uh, roll me a face of danger as a lightning bolt comes shooting out at you. Can I shapeshift? Yes. Out of harm's way? Yes. That's a seven. As it comes at you, what you what happens is you reduce the status by one, Um, but some of it deflects off of you into, or like you dodge some of it and it goes into a pillar and the building now has the status of collapsing two. Yikes. So it's not... I'm just using collapsing as a track. I'm not like upping the name every time because that just gets difficult to come up totally with. Totally get it. Yeah, that that is the one thing I don't like about this system is that gets confusing when you have different names mm-hmm. on the same track. Yeah, and maybe we'll house rule that, but it's collapsing too. So. I was going to say, I think maybe my suggestion would be we just don't do that anymore, but we'll talk yeah. about it later. <laughs> so the building's starting to collapse some and a little bit hits you to the 
uh, like hits you, like glances off of you, Faye, and you take a lightning damage of one. Do you have any like shocked or anything? No. Yeah, I thought we cleared all that overnight. Okay, so then you'll have like you can have like lightning dash one. So you've all gone. Whoever would like to go next? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do because this is n- this is not Seamus's area of expertise like at all. You can create juice then if you want. Okay. Just do a change the game and try to support your team. That is a completely valid thing to do. I want to try to do a change the game. I'm just trying to figure out what I want to actually do. Did you have an idea of something you wanted to do? Because it might be better to just start with that. Okay, I was thinking about... Uh, well, I was thinking maybe um, trying to use my um, See the Unseen on my dog tags like dog tags of knowledge to like see if there's something like i was trying, thinking either may, like see a path to him like see a way that we can get t- closer to him without taking like without having to be in danger or or alternatively see if there's something else in the room with us like i know you I, see I, I was trying to figure out when you when when you did your investigate role was it that you didn't see anything or that there was nothing there was nothing okay then I, I want to try to see if there's a way we can get closer to him without without getting in harm's way. All right. What are you rolling with? Be uh, See the unseen. Uh, do you want to also roll with can get anywhere from your crew tags? Oh, sure. And then maybe also military strategy? I'll allow it. Well, that is a 13. Already? <laughs> well, I rolled a natural 10, so... And you're rolling a change the game, right? Yes. Uh, so you get three juice. What of those change the games are you doing? Okay. I think I'm going to... Do you guys have any suggestions? I'm kind of drawing a blank. Let's see. You're changed the game. Um, so I was thinking I wanted to get closer to him, but I'm not really sure what that would accomplish. I mean, it allows Mandy to touch him. It allows any of us to touch him too. I mean, at some point we can grab him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll say I'll say that I found a I found a path. I I, I don't know if there's I don't know how we want to. I'm guessing it's like create a story tag somehow. I don't see of a way that a, this tag would really help you, but I'm gonna say if you use two juice, it can just be an improvement that you guys have a safe route to him. That you guys can travel down. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I was going to have a hide the effect. That way he doesn't see us when we're going through here. I have a suggestion for that uh, narratively. Okay. Uh, narratively, he is trying to figure out where Faye went. Because I don't know what you shapeshifted as. But if he's like focused on that and with your dog tags, you're able to find us a way to, to him that he left open because he's too busy trying to see where she is oh okay yeah i'll say that i just like shape-shifted kind of like out of the way but that you like you can see very obviously that i i did something weird to be in a different place even though i still yeah well because you were yeah you were dodging which makes sense okay yeah it seems to make sense was that all three of your juice um probably because i'd say it would take two to find the path because it's a pretty big effect for like you just get there safely even if you notice and then one to hide the effect so you okay I'm fine with that. Yeah, because the story, this the ta- I guess the story tag, whatever we're calling it, would be a, at a power two. Right. So that so I'm gonna say that's all three of your juice. But like he has okay, you have this path and you can use it without him seeing you. Is what Vinny has unlocked for you. Perfect. Because if we're back to the top, then I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, go for it. Um, do to do. So I'm gonna use uh dominatrix and. I guess technically control the will of others would work in this one. So you're just sneaking up right up on him? Yeah. I'm assuming this is a convince roll again? Yes, this is a convince roll. So that's 10. Do I have any... Is he still at a minus two? Yes. 
Okay, so that's an eight. Oh, that's the only thing you can use juice for if you wanted to try to make him less frightened, Vinny. I thought I thought about that. That was that was one of my other options. Okay. So I may, I may consider that next time. So he is closer to being calmer, but he like not a noted, not a level a tier effect. You know, like he's still calm three, but he is getting closer to being calm. Gotcha. Describe what you do. Yeah. Uh. So while he's like trying to find Faye, uh, darling like kind of like creeps uh at tr- and gets like around tables as close to him as she can and just like touches his back and uh since she's touching him she doesn't have to say anything and just like is trying to like push like some feeling of calm into him so he stops so she's inflicting mental damage yes <laughs> so as you put your hand on his back like he's you see he is scared enough that he's like literally shaking from fear and like he doesn't notice you as you come up and put your hand on his back but like as you do you start to feel like your waves of calm going into him and it does start to lessen his like shaking though he is still very frightened cool does anything happen in retaliation or whatever uh no yeah, that's what i was waiting for <laughs> i don't think convince works like that yeah that's where i don't know how how some of these things work i mean okay uh seven to nine uh they give it a little but protect their own agenda i know you're going for fear with that but um yeah um i don't know if that would mean that his fear is so much that uh he would retaliate i think that's just up to you honestly here's what i'm gonna say is his retaliation is just he shoots out at like a lightning bolt again at the building in general. Okay. And like it doesn't hit anyone, but it does damage the building. Okay. Seamus and Detective Tanner, since you guys are still close to the stairwell, uh, you can you have the best view of this room, and you start to notice that the fire is getting worse upstairs. And with the wooden, the ceiling of this room being wooden, you can start seeing the fire starting to catch down here. So your time is becoming very limited. So can I go up and, because we have like an easy path to him, right? Like that was the narrative tag that was made. Yes. So I want to sneak up near him and kind of similar to what Darling did, I just want to like kind of put a calm hand on his shoulder and just go, look, now you're a smart man. Look around you. This building's collapsing along with all of your life's work if you do nothing. So why don't you grab any bits of smart that you need and just... Let us help you get out of here. You're basically going shoulder to shoulder with them. Yeah, I'm, 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 fine. I'm fine with touching him, yeah. And I want to use... Oh, and I'm also looking him in the eyes as I say this. And I want to use fast friends, calm authority, and hypnotizing eyes. I assumed as much. I will give you all those. But remember, you got a minus two because he's frightened. Okay. Then that is a... So that is a nine. I'm either doing a convince... Which will result in a status of three if he does not just fold and come with us. Or I'm doing a hit with all you got and trying to... The hitting with all you got is like mental calming damage. I think we're treating them the same for this encounter. I think it's I think it's more convinced than hit with all you got. Like, you guys aren't trying to like do psychic damage. You're trying to actually actively calm him down. Yeah. You know, like, like if you were trying to like mentally break him, I would agree to that. But you're like... Trying to mentally, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not punching him until he feels better. You are... Yeah, we can talk about the minutia. We, we can talk about the minutia later, but yeah. You're not mentally ahead. punching him. At this point, I f- like, with the building coming down around him, with you guys, like, actively not hurting him, 
and like trying to talk with him and treat him like a person, he is convinced to leave the building with you. And he's like, oh, well, do you guys promise you can protect me? Um, yes. Yes. That was something one of you said. Well, then, then quick, follow me. And he like runs to like a back exit like and shows you guys where it is. Like it's like hidden-ish in the wall. Okay. Do, does he grab any like notes or stuff? Is there is there like notes and stuff around that we could grab? Um, I think he has like a small briefcase of stuff, and he grabs it. Yeah, he has his briefcase. Okay, I just want to make sure that stuff, like if there's any kind of any kind of notes or anything that we could take with us, that they're taken with us in some form. There is stuff lying around, but if you, I'm gonna have you make me a roll if you want to get out of here without taking damage because the building is now at the point where it's coming down. Okay, I won't bother then. As long like if he has a briefcase of stuff that he's taking with him, he then Seamus won't bother. Okay. It was it was more if there's like an obvious pile of papers on the table that was being left behind, he was gonna grab them. Okay. Yeah, there there is stuff around and there's a lot of like high tech looking stuff around, but he, Lennox is not picking anything up. So if you wanted to try to grab something, you could, but then you'd have to make a face of danger roll. Okay. Because the down, the way I'm ruling this, because he Cody is convincing him, regardless of what, either way, like, the negative effect, like, the protecting the agenda is the building is now collapsing kind of thing. Okay. Does, is, if that seems fair to everyone. Yeah, that's fine with me. Actually, you know what? Seamus is not knowing anything about what's going on, like, the technology-wise. Seamus is going to try to find the most important-looking piece and take it with him. He's going to go for it. Okay, I'm going to say you grab, like, you grab something that looks important. Like, you pick a random item that is on, like, a shelf of items, and you're like, this... And it turns out to be a Dwemer strut. <laughs> <laughs> um, make me a face... Is anyone else doing anything in this building, or are, they, are the other three of you just... Bailing. The only thing I would want to specifically say is I'm keeping my hand on him the whole time. Does that make sense? You have convinced him he is not fleeing. Yeah. So, like, you don't need to, like, if you guys say you turn your back on him for a second, he's not gone in the wind. He, like, yeah. you, you have convinced him. Yeah, I'm getting out of there. Faye, you doing anything? Oh, no, I'm booking it with okay. everybody else. Uh, Seamus, make me a face of danger roll. Okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to use my, can take a pounding uh, so that when stuff act inevitably falls on me, can kind of shrug it off. Uh, and I'm thinking, I'm going to also use my danger sense to like try to dodge things as I'm working my way through the burning okay. basement. That is an 11. As things start falling from the ceiling and like flaming boards are just like crumbling down on top of you, you just, you have this uncanny sense where you'll step to the left right as something falls to your right or you'll duck right as a beam like comes down and stops like an inch from where your head was. And you easily make it out of the building without taking any damage. Woo! So we're now in like a like a tunnel. Are we out? Are we outside? You guys shortly enough make it outside. It's not a long. It's like short tunnel. You know. Oh, okay. I see. Because I was like, we were in a basement, and then we went into like a side room. It was like a like a side tunnel-ish thing. You know, like ten-ish feet, and then a stairway up, and like. Oh, uh, okay. I see. I imagine it's it like takes us to the street, and then there's a little stairway up to an alley. Yeah. Oh, uh, so it's probably where they could like sneak things in yes. and out. Yes, but he's not staying under, like, he's not trying to run away from you guys, but he is trying to put distance between him and the, like, fire. <laughs> Though, like, you don't think the fu like, you're in an area where, like, now it's, like, more carved out of stone kind of thing, or, like, dirt, but you, he doesn't seem like he wants to stick around and risk getting immolated. It is afternoon, right? Yes. And the street is just empty? Yeah, you're in, a, like, an abandoned building. Or, yeah, we're in a district that is fairly abandoned. 
Um, or I would say a city block that's fairly abandoned. You're in the industrial district where there is stuff going on. Okay. But you're in a building that has been abandoned. You're not in like the nice part of the industrial district. Yes. And you're um, not like in the bad part of the industrial district. You're in the very bad part of it. You know, I I guess this uh, this comes back to where I just completely did not have the same vision of where we were as Zach did. I imagined we were in a completely isolated building in like a remote part of town where there's literally nothing else around and it's like an like a like an aluminum aircraft like uh air hangar aircraft hangar so that's what i imagine and apparently that's not correct <laughs> i mean it's a little bit of that like there's a little bit of space it's not like immediate it's not like building on building on building but it's also not like aircraft hangar where there's just yeah. wide open space because you are in the middle of a city you're yeah. also next to the river which i did i think i mentioned i don't remember that but okay um I think we want to get to our car, right? Are we taking him to the back to the bar so we can talk to him? Um, we... I don't necessarily think we need to, but I think we can get in the car and drive somewhere and chat with him. I guess we can chat with him while we're driving. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. As we're like running down this hall, but before we get out, I want to kind of pull on his arm a little bit and be like, Linux... Who are you worried about finding you aside from us and the people that were right above us when the building burned down? Well, I mean, the people the the people that they were. This for? is not a time for vagaries. I mean, come on. I mean, you're not going with them. You're not protecting them anymore. You're with us now. I'm. I mean, they're they're the biggest bootleggers in town, but I don't. I never got their names. Okay, I'm just saying, if this door opens up and there's a car parked out there that we didn't see, we're gonna find out their names. So, all right. I, I'm not trying to hide. I really don't know their names. Please don't hurt me. I'm not hurting you. I'm just saying it's in your best interest to be like fully transparent. But if you are, then nothing to worry about. So what what is it they actually uh, had you doing? Are you guys going to the car or are you interrogating him here? I think we're, we're talking to him as we're going to the car and also talk to him while we're like in the car. So, okay. yes, we're unless just, something stops us, we're going to get into the well, car. Well, Cody said he stopped him and asked him a question. Oh, okay. So we get to the car and continue our conversation. Unless things happen. No, things do not happen. Okay. okay. We are in the car. I was, uh, I had some problems with some debts. I took some grants and made some promises that... I wasn't able to keep about a year ago and the government doesn't like when you do that when you promise them something and don't give it back and it was gonna cost me a lot of probably my job because the university doesn't take kindly to stuff like that because you know like we're very funded with our research by a lot of different companies and the government and other corporations and stuff so this gentleman who said his name just said his name was Mr. Miller or uh, Mr. Mueller said he could help me, and then he did this thing to me where all of a sudden all this weird stuff started happening in the town. But then I was able to, like, finish my research, and I've been doing a lot of, like, cool stuff with it, and, like, making all this crazy, like, leap-throughs in science. Did and he give Mr. you, like, Mueller- an object, like a specific keychain, little bobble, wallet, something. No, he just touched me, and then I saw all this weird crap. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw a dragon downtown once, and it was terrifying. Yeah, that's Rasmonius. He's cool. <laughs> Is he, though? I Like, he's, like, getting afraid again. 
like not tag wise, but like nearly he's like looking at you like trying to like put space in between trying to figure out if he's serious and like or not. trying to put like space between Tanner and himself, but he's in a small car and just like can't has nowhere to move. Uh, it's all right, doctor. Um, so he touched you and this was, effect was permanent. Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, it hasn't worn off. Like I've been making crazy crap for the past year. And he said like he just needed one small favor and then we'd be fine. And let me guess, one favor turned into another favor turned into another favor. Yeah, he never said my debt was cleared and he kept sending people to me and kept having me like upgrade them and give them different technology. And what kind of upgrades are we talking? We've we uh we think we've encountered some of your handiwork before in the form of a Ormond plant. Yeah, uh that 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 was me. I'm I'm not really proud of it, but I'm also like not a doctor and I was forced to perform surgery to I mean, you are a doctor, just not a medical doctor. Right, like I'm not the useful kind of doctor, you know? <laughs> wow. Just... Yeah, you're the kind of doctor that lies and steals money, so I gotta say I agree with that. I, did, I didn't steal any money. Okay. Did you kill Victor Reed? By accident. Like, I mean, I said I'm not a doctor, but but Victor Reed said if I didn't do this, the boss was gonna kill me, and like I didn't really have a choice. And then like like he accidentally died, and then I'm I didn't know what to do. So I was gonna like take his body and like like put it somewhere, and then some kid came. Like I heard some people coming, so I just d- ditched it, and then I like ran, and I was trying to get all my stuff so I could run away. And so like like Mr. Mueller couldn't hurt me, and I I don't know what to do, and like I'm really scared, and I need help. And you guys said you'd protect me, so I'm hoping you're not lying and you're not gonna kill me. And I don't know what else to do with my life, and like my it's, whole it, doctor. Yeah. S- please stay calm. Oh, okay. You were getting a little carried away, I think, but it's fine. I mean, we're just going to take a drive. He's kind of scaring me. Uh, I I could understand why, but you're in good hands. We are professionals. His, his eyes are very fierce, and like it feels like he can see things that I'm not telling him, and it just makes me want to talk more, and I don't like it. It also seems like I don't like dogs, right? That would also be accurate. What? Like that's like my character. Anyways, I don't remember that. Yeah, like the deity that I'm a vessel for got his arm bit off by a wolf. Oh, so I don't okay. like dogs. Well, so I guess, do you want to go to the police or do you do you want a job? Are we recruiting him? <laughs> Is he the next Lucy? Well, I don't see a B, or a C, rather. I guess there's A, you've committed crimes, you should go to jail. Or B, you can make yourself useful, I guess. Unless someone else has a C. I'm all ears right now. I, I don't really want to go to jail. Uh, that's pretty typical, yeah. I would be surprised if you did. Serious, though, anyone have an option C? I'm all ears. Yeah, if you guys want to talk for a second to see what you guys want to do out of character or in character. He's just sitting there. He's kind of afraid of Detective Tanner. Um, out of game, what was our exact assignment from... Idris. <laughs> I think specifically it was to find out if anything magical was happening. We may have exceeded the bounds of the investigation. Basically, the way I'm treating Idris and your investigations are like, you when magical things that are weird are happening, you're kind of there to like keep the balance and like, silence them so to speak okay well like i mean like you're there to figure out what's going on and to see if it's like nefarious forces and that needs to be stopped or like if it's just like 
someone who found out their powers and need to be calmed or like recruited. You know, like like yeah, some I of th- you. I don't think we've ex- uh, exceeded our exceeded what we were supposed to do. I think it was figure out what's happening. But until we got to this warehouse, we didn't really know what was happening. Right. Like exactly. Like we thought it might be a rift, but we didn't know like exactly how mm-hmm. or why. Uh, doctor, are you? Do you want to stop, Mister Mueller, once and for all? I mean, all things being fair, I'd like to never see him ever again. Like, is that an option? Um, I would say possibly. That's the option I want. I want him to forget about me and for me never have to talk or look or think or anything about him again. Are you prepared to provide information to help people stop him? I mean, isn't that what I'm doing right now? Um, I mean... Yes, but if we take you back to um, a safe place, you'll probably be called on to go over your memories, think about as much as you know about him. Um, It might be an arduous process, but you'd be doing a lot of people some good. Would you you be able to keep me safe? I think we know some people who could handle that. Then yeah, I I think I'd be okay with that. And unfortunately, you you realize you probably can't go back to the university because he will probably look for you there. I, I kind of figured as much after I killed a man on the university's present or on the university grounds, you know, like it just felt like that's the way things went. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, um, we, we definitely need him to lay low for a while. We don't know if Lucia is going to be back on campus and from everything I'm picking up. Yeah. Does that name, does that name ring a bell? I mean, I think there was like, People mention Lucia, but like I only dealt with kind of like thugs, you know. I dealt I dealt with disposable people until the last guy that I killed, and he wasn't quite as disposable. And yeah, that's why I'm kind of like scared because like all the other thugs were just kind of like no name guys, and like he didn't care if they lived or died, and you know like that was fine with me. But then a bigger guy came, and like he was huge, and he was scary, and he yes. was huge. Yep. I just I just wanted to let Zach keep going as long as he could. <laughs> and cause our fictional character distress? Seamus. Yep. Uh, sorry, sorry, darling. I, I interrupted you there. That's okay. I was just going to say, from everything I'm picking up, I'm going to guess Lucia is supposed to be watching our Dr. Lennox here uh, and making sure that he isn't uh, stepping over any lines. And... Currently, the situation that we are in is a building has burned down with a bunch of her co-workers. Uh, the doctor that she is supposed to be keeping an eye on uh, has no... There's nothing left behind that suggests that he died in that. He's just disappeared, so... Why can't he have died in that? Well, and that's what I was... I, he might have, but we did I guess... Thinking from an investigation standpoint, there's, I don't know what's left behind that would suggest that. So my suggestion either way would be that we definitely should let him lay low. Maybe we take him back to the Grove and keep him there for a little bit. I would agree with that. I'm wondering if we can plant something in the police report, in the news, that Dr. Lennox Willis has been found dead in this building collapse and hope things resolve themselves from there. Yeah, so out of, out of game, I'm more ask, asking Zach, is that something Idris could do for us? Like, 
does, does, is is that something that like we have do we have someone that can like do that kind of fixing where they kind of like give the police snippets and then they can basically fabricate whatever story we need is that possible or are we going to have to go convince the police i guess is what i'm getting at what i would have you do is i would have one of you make a flat roll to see how well the police do it for you i don't we don't need to role play through it all okay my my other suggestion though would be um since i have access to most people i could plant some stuff at the newspaper and you could do something like that but at this point like as far as you know your organization is made up of like 15 people like you know there's your team of four there's i i I understand that we have 15 people what's your point no like, like there's not like anyone like you have zero support right now okay like your you can support- just tell us that. <laughs> okay, no, I was gonna say like you have like the other teams that are around the city doing stuff, doing stuff like you do. So the funny, like you saying you have fifteen people. It's like, well, then surely we have a fixer, <laughs> right? But you're saying no. No, so I, what I was trying to say is like you have you have there's other small teams. There's two other small teams, and that's about it. And then there's Idris that you know of. You're assuming there's a couple other contact people higher up, and there's also the person who runs the Mythic Grove. Or mystical grove. Well, and in terms of like planting ideas, at least, um, like that's a lot of what Darling can do. So that's like, I, I feel like that's not an impossible thing to suggest. I think we leverage that then. Yeah. That's my. Uh, and we won't role play that out. Um, yeah, that's fine. Mandy, roll me, roll me a, just roll me something and I'll give you a plus one, uh, plus two. Plus two? Yeah, because you have access access to most people and rumors, I think, apply really well for what you're trying to do. Okay. Uh, could I also go with Charmer? Uh, I'm going to say no for this one because you're not trying to charm people. You're just trying to get information out, you know. You're trying to sp- like spin the rumor mill. You're not trying to like actually charm someone individually. Are you sure I can't? <laughs> Did you roll a six? Mandy uses charm on Zach. Uh, no, I rolled a five, so take a lot more. Okay. Okay, we'll deal with that later. Yeah. Um, and then a question for Zach. By taking in Dr. Lennox, does that mean... So you said we have no support. Can, can we... Do, does that mean we would have to take, like, responsibility for him? As in one of us would have to be dealing with him or can we like take him to the grove and uh, there's like at least Idris or someone. The way I'm treating this game in general is you can recruit people and then they are very video gamey wise. Like he just lives there now. Okay. <laughs> and, like you have unlocked. No, I didn't know if we needed to like take him in and now he was our responsibility and we have to like make sure we're like watching out for him. Do we like have to actually like protect him? Like, are we going to have to deal with, Oh, we're out on a mission, but Mr. Mueller comes by and Oh no, he took, he took Lennox with him. And yeah. So the, the weird thing about the mythic Grove is it's really hard to find, even though you guys know about it, it sometimes takes you guys a little bit longer to find be like it is a it is a location that is would be considered a rift so it kind of hides itself okay okay so it i'm i'm treating it as like unless we are doing a thing it is a safe space to be perfect okay that's what that was another thing i didn't really know i didn't realize that our our speakeasy base was that special i i thought it was just 
I thought it was just kind of slightly special, but still a normal speakeasy. But no, it's like a super ultra special place. Other people can find it, but it's it's kind of like neutral space kind of thing. Like that makes sense. If you're coming there to like attack it or attack someone in there, it's much harder to find than if you're just coming in as a meeting place. Is it one of those things like um, in Order of the Phoenix where the that bill like the the Order of the Phoenix headquarters? You have to know it's there before you can find it. That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, kind of that, a little bit of that, but you can still stumble upon it because like people do, like you do see new people from time to time that you like. No one knows how they were invited there. If you're force sensitive, you yeah, it. It, it's yeah, it's it's it reveals itself well to rifts, especially if they're rifts that are not actively causing trouble. You know, like you're not going to just come in and have a dragon who's burning down the place. Okay. It tries to preserve itself. Yeah. And the way locations when their rifts work is they're kind of sentient. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so I think we take Lennox back to the Mystical Grove and set him up in a room there. Yeah. Um, And then look at getting him like a new life, like a new identification. Okay. So the way, the way this is going to work for Lennox, um, he'll still go by Lennox. He is going to, you bring him back. And this is a little weird since it's like the first time anyone's done this, but Sylvia, the bartender is able to put him up in like a workspace and like they make out a deal for him to like work there and get food and stuff. And he can stay there. There are, like, rooms attached to it. Like, well, you assume there's rooms attached to it. You guys have only been in the main area. So you don't know what's behind the doors. So what Lennox Wills will do for you guys is you now have, like, a tech guru in your place. So you guys can spend uh, montages talking to him to get, like, tech. So do we have a queue? We totally have a queue. But it's less ridiculous than that. Oh, yeah, just wait. (laughs) He's made some pretty ridiculous stuff. Yeah, but it's like also like there's a certain vein you have to go down. You can't be like, can I have an invisibility gun? No. So that's what he will do more mechanically. So like if you guys want to spend downtime talking to him, you can get items and stuff. Um, The way I'm going to work items, depending on when you get them in an arc, basically the last one arc kind of thing. Oh, okay. They're like short-term use type things. Yeah. Basically, like, all this stuff is rift-powered, so it only lasts so long, and so you guys don't just, like, go into stuff with 4,000 items. Basically, you can upgrade something for an arc right now, or if, like, if you really want something that's, like, more of a permanent thing, we can talk about it, but that will be, like, more intensive and will take more of your level up time. And I would assume that that would actually, that potentially might have to replace one of your tags, or replace one of your themes, even. If, it, if it's going to be like a powerful permanent thing, you might even have to replace one of your themes. Uh, maybe. If you want something that like is more permanent, it's probably going to start replacing one of your themes or something. But we, when that happens, we will deal with it. For right now, you guys can stop there and get items and stuff. Um, but it does take downtime to do it. You can't just like go in there anytime and do it. Like last time, your downtime you guys spent to heal. You know, you guys all got like sleep for the night and healed up. Oh, that's that's long enough downtime. Um, the way I'm gonna handle him is yes. Oh, okay. I don't I don't want him. I want him to be an asset for you guys to use. I don't want him to just be something that you can never touch. Um, and he is like magic power. You know, that makes things go faster. Uh, so you guys set up Lennox Willis in the Mystical Grove. He's worked out something with Sylvia so that he can stay there. You guys don't really know what's happening, but he seems pretty happy. If still a little skittish when you leave him, but like Sylvia says she'll take care of it. Uh, you let Idris know what happened, and he is. You guys did not outstep your bounds. 
with what you did. You know, he's happy with how you resolved it. He's always happy to have someone new in the order. And I think that's where we're gonna end this. You guys have solved your first mystery. We solved your puzzle. Having closed out another case, the crew enjoys a moment of rest. As the crew is celebrating back at the mystical grove, Lucia walks into an office across town. Two brothers stop their conversation and look at her. Uh, boss, uh, there were some complications in our operations, but I do have some good news. And from behind her steps the hulking form of Victor Reed, battered and bloodied. Hey, boss. Hey Wanderers, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you'd like more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the username Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by the talented Caitlin Balgaman, who is the voice of Faye Cameron in this podcast. All other music is from bensound.com or the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it's the gods who envy us.